Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called Joseph of Arama. Wait, what? John 19, verses 38 through 42. So John writes, Afterward, Joseph of Arimathea, who had been a secret disciple of Jesus, because he feared the Jewish leaders, asked Pilate for permission to take down Jesus' body. When Pilate gave permission, Joseph came and took the body away. With him came Nicodemus, the man who had come to Jesus at night. He brought about 75 pounds of perfumed ointment made from myrrh and aloes. Following Jewish burial custom, they wrapped Jesus' body with the spices in long sheets of linen cloth. The place of crucifixion was near a garden where there was a new tomb, never used before. And so, because it was the day of preparation for the Jewish Passover, and since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there. Our Lord has given up his spirit as his work on the cross is finished. A man named Joseph of Arimathea, who was a member of the Sanhedrin, went to Pilate and asked to care for the body of Jesus. He took a big risk in doing so because he obviously came out in support of Jesus by making such a request. Even the disciples, except for John, had fled the scene concerned that their close relationships with Jesus might find them imprisoned, or worse, executed. No, it was not a safe time to come out in support of Jesus. Too much risk. Too much unknown. So it was particularly unusual that Joseph and Nicodemus, a Pharisee and Jewish ruler, requested to take Jesus. This was no small labor. The burial spices that Nicodemus brought are said to have weighed 95 pounds. Hmm. I remember when my father died. I had been en route to my son's high school basketball game when I got the call. But it ended up that instead of watching basketball, I went to the hospital morgue. I told Dad goodbye that day, face to face, but his body had already begun to set, and he was no longer my dad. See, when a body has drawn its last breath, rigor mortis begins to set in, first in the smallest muscles, such as those in the face and hands and then the muscles in the limbs, causing them to stiffen. The mouth is often slack and seems to freeze while agape. Such was the case with my dad. In our culture, we do not typically handle our loved one's lifeless bodies, certainly not in preparing them for burial, but families and loved ones did in Jesus' day. When Joseph and Nicodemus took Jesus down from the cross, they rubbed his stiff arms to remove the rigor mortis, which kept him in a V-shape. 
and then carefully washed his bloody, bruised body. Then they anointed it with oil and wrapped it in one long linen cloth. A separate napkin tied under Jesus' chin kept his mouth from gaping after the muscles began to loosen. Next, they wrapped his body from head to toe in long strips of linen, using special resin and 75 to 100 pounds of heavily scented spices to offset the smell of decomposition. This was common for the Jews. This was not unusual. The men were working quickly to be sure that Jesus was in the tomb by nightfall, as they wanted to keep the Sabbath day sacred. They also knew the law required the body of someone who had been executed to be buried that same day. You know, it's Christmas time, at least at my house and in my heart. I've been listening to Christmas carols for many days now. My house is decorated, the Christmas tree is up, and its fragrance permeates my house. Now check this out. When Jesus was born, he was wrapped in strips of linen called swaddling cloths. When he died, he was wrapped in linen again. Yeah, kind of interesting to note. When Jesus was born, he was wrapped in linen cloths and laid in a manger. When he died, more linen cloths. When Jesus was born, he was tended by a man named Joseph. When he died, he was tended by a man named Joseph. Hmm. But seriously, don't you find that fascinating? Yet, on the day Jesus was laying in the tomb, how forlorn the men must have felt. Their Lord died. Their Lord was buried. Yet, the same Jesus who died for us was first born for us. He came that we might come to know him. Joseph of Arimathea stepped forward for Jesus, who forever has made a home for him. That's sweet. Now, if you'd like to read this and reflect upon it some more, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Powerful Bible Teaching, Morning Briefings, and again, the title is Joseph of Arithma. What? 